This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. That's what we call the show because my name is Pat and his name is Stu. And then we ignore Ugh. that guy over there. Oh, gosh. Uh, <laughs> oh, we can't make fun of him today. He's got a big, big role. Uh, well, I mean, big role. Well, I mean, I mean he has to look at that? a computer. That's not, that's not what I meant. I didn't mean to comment on You didn't your mean roles. the big role of fat? No, I meant. Because, see, uh, what, that could be misconstrued as right. your big role. No, that's not fat. what I'm saying. I'm saying or something. Why Jeffy, would someone? That's not Jeffy what he's is saying. the curator, as we know, of the <laughs> douche Hall of Fame. Yeah, uh, and uh, you will be uh, running the helm here, manning the helm for the vote. Um, I'm excited about it. It's actually. an important day because uh, this could be the day. Now we don't want to taint it, but it would sure would be fun if Hillary Clinton wound up in the douche hall of fame. No, we're already. Uh, Where's listen, the countdown? We need for, the countdown for, for those of you at uh, that are logged onto the feed right now. Uh, it's already double the amount that we normally have. Wow. Okay. Well, people know it's a big day. So you're now already the, there. The vote is in one hour. One hour. Call your friends. Call your neighbors. Wake the dog. One hour. Because he's probably sleeping. The, do- the really dogs do. There's no need to have That's your what dogs dog do. No, because I want no, the, the dog, the dog to vote. Can vote. I want the dog to vote no, today. Nothing says the dog can't vote. Log it in. <laughs> There's nothing in the Constitution <laughs> the Douche Hall of Fame that says the dog can't vote. No way. Open up the other laptop. Log in. Let that dog vote away. It was a uh, it was a, a pretty decent weekend as far as football is concerned. Although the Packers lost again, geez, I don't know what's wrong with them. I, de- I well, I do. Their defense sucks. Yes, it sucks. And I mean, it's time to just say it. The Packers' defense sucks. And but Aaron, also, the Eagles, Eagles lost. lost. Right? Yep. Uh, it was not a good sp- weekend sports. Uh, it was for me because. Uh, the BYU Cougars won. Yes, uh, they the beat Cowboys Cincinnati twenty to three. Sadly, sadly, I'm, I'm I'm leaning toward almost a Cowboy fan. Are you really? Well, you know, it's yeah, infectious. It would be typical to you being a douche. Would you be going, oh, they're winning games, so they I beat mean, Cleveland this weekend. Therefore, I'm a Cowboys I, I, fan. I was actually oh, rooting for Cleveland despicable. this weekend. I wanted Cleveland to win because they hadn't won a Ooh, game. So you're a Cowboys fan that was rooting for Cleveland but against I, I almost have, Since I've been living in Dallas, I'm, you know, I'm kind of... It's inf- it is infectious. It is not. It the, is infectious. They are the devil. You it are. is not infectious. You. They are Satan. No, they're not. No, they're not. Yes, no, they are. In every way. I mean, you're totally unreasonable with your sports teams. Yes, you are. Teams. 
are you talking about? Completely my favorite team is in the division. They've been a huge rival I know. for my whole life. But that doesn't make Dallas the devil. They are Satan. <laughs> they have been Satan long before I came to, to Dallas. You feel it? that way about the Redskins? Yeah, pretty much. And the Red Giants? Yeah, pretty much. Uh, but I mean, Dallas, I'm more, like passionate. As, I'm, as, I'm yeah. more passionate about it because people like good. you are around. No, no. I'm, not, I'm not a Dallas Cowboys fan. No, you're one of these people. I'm just oh, fine with infectious. them. I just, wow, let's it all is, get on the bandwagon. I can see how you would jump on the Cowboys bandwagon. If, if you didn't have a team that you're married to, and I do. Yeah, no, I'm in not fact, saying, I have two of them, and one of them is also in Texas. So right. you, but I'm you not are not good. on the bandwagon. It's dopey, no. dopey dopester over here. That's the one that's on it. <laughs> oh, I love they're winning games, and therefore, I mean, they beat Cleveland this weekend. It's you know who else beat Cleveland? All teams that have played know, Cleveland played know. them. Huh? But it's they're intriguing because of the deck uh, train, baby. Dak Dak Prescott is having an amazing rookie year, and and. So much so. Ezekiel Elliott, another great rookie. Oh, that they're great. talking about not bringing Tony Romo back. Which I knew they should. I mean, who's an all pro quarterback. I, I, I mean, you can make Romo a case. Lover, I love the guy. I, I do. I, do. I, I think he's great. I've always liked Tony Romo. Uh, and I, I don't understand the Tony Romo bashing. Well, he threw an interception late in the game. And we were ahead 45 to 7. And we lost 65 to 5. 62! That was Romo's fault! Was he playing defense that game? He was. Or? He was playing defense. <laughs> Come on. He put 65 on the board to get the blame. He uh, gets no. the blame for all yeah. that kind of yeah. stuff. You know, He's pull- got the second highest QB rating of all time! Right, but of you, all time. You do not pull a quarterback out of a 7-1 and one team. Especially no, when you the young that's one, that's right? what everybody's saying. Yeah, yeah, they're not going to do it until, yeah. until he loses a couple games. And if, he, if, he, if he loses a couple in a row, right. they might do it. And then, and Owner you, Jerry Jones is really kind of saying that very thing. Yeah. When you, you come down the to the hands. wire, it'll be great because when you, you know, playoff time, if something happens or Dak gets frustrated, you do have the all pro quarterbacks on the sideline yeah. ready to come in. True. That's but good. If I were Romo, I'd be asking to be traded right now. I mean, just, just well, trade me. The trade deadline's passed, so. He's got, nothing, he's got no choice this time. I don't care. Hey, well, quit getting release hurt all the me, time, Tony. Just release me. Let me go. Please release me. Let me go. Because we don't love you. For I don't love, love you, you anymore. anymore. And you know, let him come to the Packers. I'd take him. He's he's probably <laughs> better to than Aaron Rodgers right now. He's not going to sit behind uh, 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 freaking Dak Prescott, but he's going to sit behind no, Aaron Rodgers. I'm almost willing to bench Rodgers for him because Rodgers is not that. the Rodgers of the past. Green Bay should do that. Actually, he's not the Rodgers of the past. But you know what are you going to do? This what is a weird conversation. This is, is a freaking election day. It's a voting day. Well, tomorrow is. No, today. today is a real is one. I don't care about oh, tomorrow. Well, care. we already talked about that. Tomorrow is the least important election in, in United States history. That's there very is true. absolutely no difference between these two douches. In fact, we will see today if they are both in the douche hall of fame and therefore mm-hmm. the first ever douche on douche election. Thank you. Um, and so really the important thing is what we see what you see at the bottom of the screen right now. 49 minutes. Get your friends on the phone. Uh, call them up. Tell them, you know, yeah, sure your vote next or tomorrow is not going to matter. But your vote today does. Your vote today is, we're talking about the douche hall of fame. We could potentially be seeing the first 100% vote. Or maybe there'll be a shocking upset, and Hillary Clinton yep. will only be uh, voted by, on by 94% of people. It could and, happen. And not even get in. Maybe. And she would not get in. And then the question is, if she gets elected tomorrow, uh, she, we could be in the area of a constitutional crisis. Purists could say, look, you guys have always said that a president is not eligible. And tomorrow, she could be president-elect. I'm not going to vote for her. 
you could go that way. Well, the reason it's now being I don't held recommend today is to avoid it, that. but you could go that well, way. Well, but the reason that that's being held today is to avoid that. Right, but some people may realize what we're doing here, and no. just that it's trying to circumvent the system. <laughs> right, and they might feel that way, and and vote, you know, that she's not eligible. I think we. Can, I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. First of all, Jeffy, walk people through how to vote for the nine thousandth time. <laughs> Because I well, mean, people are on the feed more, double as many as as, uh, as normally are. We're, we're getting close to triple actually right now. Wow. So uh, I've been reminding them that uh, the poll, when the poll goes up on the feed, they will see it come up, and that's when they have to vote. Mm-hmm. That will happen between one and one ten whenever we get to it at the top of next hour. But they need to be um, on the page already. Go, need to go to uh, theblaze.com/slash/the-feed and log in, and uh, you'll follow, just follow the prompts. It will take you uh, to the feed. Click on and then you'll be ready to rock and roll. And I would do that early. Right. Yeah, get there get now. Out, get, yeah, wait around. Like you a, can't do it like when you. Well, you know, you know, you want to be one of these situations that some of these uh, voters are having, where they're waiting in three-hour lines. Right. Um, yeah. I would say that I waited until the last day uh, of early voting, and that was Friday. Is that when you voted? Yes, as well. Yes. And and so at my uh, city hall, which is where we vote for early voting, um, it was probably a twenty-minute wait. I mean, it wasn't that bad. It was, you know, really? you know, maybe my way was uh, thirty seconds. Really? Like I walked in, there's two people ahead of me in line. Really? And uh, so we waited thirty seconds to get in the room, and then you have the the whole hateful license showing process. Well, and you signing have the your Texas name. voter oppression, right? Yeah, and then of course it took so it took about thirty seconds to get to the voting booth, and then of course fourteen hours to type in any <laughs> write-in uh, candidates that you might want. There were some minorities in line with me, mm-hmm. and so I went up to him and I said, "Oh, honey." Mm-hmm. No, you can't. I mean, you can't have a. There's no way you have a driver's license. You can't be voting. Don't you know that you have to show your ID when you get up there? And so I, I, kindly told them that they couldn't, they couldn't vote because they obviously didn't have trying, an ID. You're trying to help there because right. I was just trying to help and just saving some have. time in line yeah. by saying obviously you. Are so pathetic. You don't have a driver's license. Right. No black people can drive. Right. And, <laughs> and to be fair, that's just stupid. To be fair, uh, not every black person uh, has no license. It's just about ninety nine point eight percent of black people do not have driver's licenses. Um, right. And, and of course, right. we know that because of how pissed off people get when you try to require driver's licenses to vote. Although they don't. They do. no, none yeah, of them were actually, upset yeah, at actually, all. Actually, and actually, they corrected favorite. me and they said, actually, I. I have a driver's license. So you found one of the 0.2%? Yeah, I guess, unless, I guess. unless there's some kind of... Unless the media's been lying to us the whole time. Yeah, uh, some sort of inaccurate portrayal. That happened. Which says that 80% of black people are okay with presenting an ID at the voting booth and, and think it's a good idea, actually, to show that you're an American citizen. Who'd have thought? Huh. <laughs> you mean... You mean they're Americans, mm. too, and they want Americans to vote in an American election? Murk. Huh. That's interesting. Yeah, uh, it is pretty amazing. And uh, yes, it was a very easy process, by the way. Seriously, yeah. you hold your, you give them your, their, the uh, license. And in my case, they actually like scan it through a little scanner. Did you have yes. that as well? Yeah. So a little scanner, the magnetic bar or whatever. And the thing prints uh, out your name. Prints and out your name. Address. Get a little code. You go to the machine. Type sign it in. Sign the thing. Sign the thing, and that's it. And then, but the one thing that isn't easy anymore, or or probably never was, it's the same as it's been for a really long time. Where you have that wheel that you spin. At least we do in Texas. We've got these archaic machines where you spin the wheel to to, and then you have to hit enter at each individual little letter 
to type in your write-in candidate if you want to write one in. Now, if you want to vote for Trump or Hillary or... It's pretty easy. It's easy. You just hit the thing and it, it's... But if you want to write in, you got to spell out the name on the flywheel. We just... I mean, right. come on. Can we join the 21st century? Right. By all that is holy, you should be able to do that. It's just a computer, like you were saying yeah, earlier. Yeah, two, yeah I would say this it's off the air. It's just a freaking computer. Two things I would say about this. Number one, I understand the idea that you don't want to have a ballot with 715 names on it. Yeah. So the write-in part of this is something I get the need for it. There, to have some requirement to be able to get on the ballot, I think is generally yeah. sensible. It's, they're way too high in Texas, Oklahoma, some other states. But, I mean, you know, to be able to have some effort of, like, I'm actually running. I didn't just do this as a, as a gag with my friends one night, just submit a $30 fee, and then I'm on the ballot. So I get that there's a – it's just helpful for voters, I think, if you have some sort of restriction to it. However, um, number one, on the Texas write-in ballot, uh, Texas ballot, there's a thing that says write-in. You click on that, and then you have to type it in word by word, the whole name. Why letter by letter. At this, yeah. or, excuse me, letter by letter. Why on earth at this point wouldn't you just be able to click on write it and then just see a list of the writing candidates and just select and the click one? on one okay? of them? Or if you want to still have people type in, which is stupid, but if you uh -huh. do because there's registered write-ins, you can't write in anybody, you can't write in Mickey Mouse. Uh, you have to be registered write-in, so there's only a limited amount of people. But if you have that thing, if I start typing, you know, E V A N, like fill and in. There's only one phone. Evan. There's only one Evan. Fill, fill it, it in, in yeah, right? right. Uh, if it's right. Daryl Castle, D A R, okay, fill it in, right. right? Like instead, they make you put it in, like as if no one has any idea who these people are. There's a <laughs> list of them. You guys have the list of the potential candidates who are write-ins. And by the way, the list was taped. It was yeah. It was typed weird, out on I, I think an a, 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 an actual typewriter, and it was it was taped to the back of the thing. And I'm looking all over for the where are the because I wanted to make sure I was spelling it right. E V A N or is it E V E N? I didn't want to mess up because I didn't want my vote not counted. Right. So I'm and looking around for this. Try to fix that anyway. And and then I finally see it taped all the way in the back, and the and the booth comes down like this at an angle, so it's hard to see anyway. It's not in your uh, line of sight. And I, 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 that's ridiculous, too. Mm. You should have the list somewhere handy. It should just be in the freaking computer. It should be in the I computer. I mean, it's just ridiculous. And the whole process is ridiculous. And by the way, uh, that is an anti-main party thing. Uh, not just this election with Donald Trump being the candidate. It's like this all the freaking time. Because what they want is to make it difficult for people to vote anything other than R or D. Don't go outside our system. Don't go outside our Don't system. Don't do it. You live within our lines because we've made these lines for you and they're best for you. So mm -hmm. live within them. And that's a, that's a, that's a ridiculous thing. I am really excited. I will tell you, we're going to go through some of these today. Um, one of the uh, ballot initiatives in states, which no one cares about except me, um, because I am a proponent of this particular thing, which is instant runoff voting. Um, now, I believe they're doing it with a, with a uh, and this is the way this is generally speaking works. You rank the candidates. So you go in and you would say, let's say, number one, I, you know, if I could have anybody here, I would say it should be Evan McMullen. And then if anybody a second, I think it should be Daryl Castle. And third, I think it should be Gary Johnson. And fourth, you know, maybe Donald Trump. Right. So you'd be able to cast votes in that order. Right. Mm -hmm. And then as it goes on, whoever's in last place, as they calculate the results, gets eliminated, and those votes go to the second choice. So any vote that goes to, that was you know, a first choice for Evan McMullen would, get, would go away, because Evan McMullen, let's say, was in last place, and those would go to the next choice. And in, in that scenario, those votes would go to Daryl Castle. And if he finished last, uh, then uh, they would, those would be wiped out. So that's how they would calculate the results. So you would be able to say, 
I'd rather have the Libertarian, but I want to make sure if the Libertarian doesn't win, I still get uh, Donald Trump. You would be able to do that and not waste your vote. And the, the it's two, an interesting concept. Yeah, and the two parties hate it because mm. they don't. Now you can still go in and vote for just one. You don't have to mm-hmm. rank them all. You don't have to put Hillary Clinton, in, you know, on there. So your vote might go to Hillary in some weird scenario. Um, but is the, any state doing this? Um, I, I don't know if any state is doing it. I think some local places are doing it, but Maine it has it on the ballot to do it this time. And okay. so they're saying it's a big experiment because it's never really had a wide uh, access, or, you know, opportunity to prove itself. You know, the, the complaints about it. Number one are the two parties don't want you to do it because you'd vote for other parties. That's number the hundred percent the number one thing. The other thing they talk about is well people might get confused. They might uh, not be able to figure out the ballots. Well, you can go in there and vote just for one person, and there's no there's nothing that would restrict you. You don't have to go through and rank the pot. But if you want to, it gives you the opportunity to still feel good about not wasting your vote and takes that argument completely off the table. How great would that have been in this election? Where people could have said, you know, coalesced around somebody else and then said, okay, but if I don't want that, I'll still get Donald Trump or whatever. Um, And that would have been great. And I think I would I support it. I really like that idea because it gives power to third parties and other ideas. And it makes it makes it it makes it more of a dynamic battle of ideas rather than everyone just going into one of these two freaking lanes that have served us so poorly uh, over the years. I think it's great. I, if you're in Maine, I, you know, I, I know you're going to get lots of scare tactics from Republicans on this one. You're going to get lots of scare tactics from Democrats. They don't like this system. But it's a great system, I think. It is. Yeah, it sounds like a really good one. Um, right now, the Fox News poll just came out. Uh, I guess it just came out. They were just flashing it on the screen. Uh, Clinton, 48-44. Yep. And that in is where almost race. all of them landed. And uh, in the electoral vote, it was 276 Clinton, 216 Trump. And then some others, the but it doesn't matter it's because we had it. it's um, over. Yeah. It's over at that point. We had a two seven. I think we had it um, right right around there. That's I mean that's amazing for Fox News to be doing that. They're a little biased, and uh, yet their polls are showing she's going to win. So I don't know. We'll see. Um, one thing that did break well for her over the weekend was that uh, FBI Director Jim Comey dropped the he he dropped the investigation. <clears throat> Said they found nothing, and it's over. So yeah. that was kind of weird. It, it, I mean, for nine days, we went through this thing where, OK, now everybody's starting to think, oh, my gosh, we're going to have a, a woman who's been indicted or is about to be indicted on federal charges if she's elected president. And then, oh, no, never mind. At the end, I, it's a little it's irresponsible. A little yeah, both of I think both parts of that were a little irresponsible, yeah. to be yeah. honest. Um you know, you come in and you, and you open it up with nine days to left. And again, they never said they had anything. That's the most amazing part about that. They didn't say, like, we found some emails and right. we're like, holy crap, we got to check into these. These are really bad. It was, we found a bunch of emails. We're going to check into them and see if anything's there. It's like, it was completely open-ended, which, of course, served Trump very well because he's the king yeah. of open-ended he can make, accusations. He, make it, he made up anything. Yeah, and he did. And he just filled it in. Yeah. And now he's, he's doing it again. Now it's like, yeah. well, they're corrupt, and Clinton's pressured him. And, when and just a few days to, ago, right. it was fine. Yeah, he was a hero. He's doing the right thing. How he has any I, credibility I with anyone, I will uh, never understand it. Um, but uh, the idea, and this was a big Trump surrogate thing, and I shouldn't I keep saying Trump surrogates, but it's really, it was Trump himself who said, you can't go through 650,000 emails in, uh, in, in, in uh, you know, it's a one second per email in nine days. You can't do that. Are, are we living in 1874? I mean, um, how could it, anyone, <laughs> and there were, there are plenty of Trumpkins online who, 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 who said it. Um, how could anyone believe that? That is not how they do it. 
like I gave the example of like you would search your own email if somebody said, "Hey, what's your what time is that haircut appointment?" and you and you knew it was in your email, you'd search for the word haircut, and it would eliminate ninety nine point nine percent of the emails. Now that's not how the FBI does it; they don't do it that way. But it's absolutely asinine to think you're going through and looking at every individual email. Believe me, with over 30,000 emails in my inbox, I do that all the time. Yeah. And you say, hey, didn't you hear about the what, what, I'm waiting for you to respond on that one thing. So I'll put in the search yeah. category, whatever you've said, we're go- appointment on Monday. And there it is, usually at the top, unread. I mean, it's just not that hard. Right. And they've got a better system than we do. I don't know if you're aware of that. Now, what they do is, first of all, when you have 650,000 emails, I'll bet you right now, half of them are probably just spam, right? Mm -hmm. Three quarters of them very well might be spam. If you went through your email box right now and actually looked at the junk file, you probably would find that 70, 80% of your emails are spam. Especially since it was uh, Wiener's email they were going through. Right, it wasn't even Hillary's email. Uh, how much spam do you think he gets from Viagra? You're right. Oh my <laughs> Come gosh. On. I don't think it's spam. Why I'll bet 640,000 were Viagra commercials. <laughs> so if you go through and you if you put in search search terms, and obviously they have advanced stuff on this, but you're, going for, you're looking for certain things that they discovered in their investigation. Known associates, people who work closely with them. An email hmm. from... Tom's Viagra Hut to Anthony Weiner is not going to set, they're not going to look at that email. No. Right? There's no reason to. There's no reason to. So they probably eliminated 90% of them immediately, Mm -hmm. like in a second, right? Yeah. Then you're going to pass through a much shorter batch, a much smaller batch of those emails, and you're putting in search terms. The other thing you're doing is you're comparing them to emails you've already looked at. And that process of a duplication uh, identification software is fairly quick at all, as well. Legal firms use this all the time because they get huge batches of emails from multiple sources. And so they, they run through the software and it eliminates the one they've already seen. If they have the same email that they've already looked at, they don't need to look at it again. Mm-hmm. So that is going to eliminate the vast majority of it. Then you might break it down to a, a few thousand emails and then they are able to actually go through and look specifically at them in nine days with the entire FBI on task. Right? I mean, like, this is... This is not crazy because the way the emails were. If this was a whole new batch of 650,000 emails sent from a new device of Hillary Clinton's to a bunch of people, th- then you're right. They never would have been able to solve this. But, I mean, that's not what it was. They were looking to see if, if a needle in the haystack potentially existed. That's not to say that after the election they find something that they didn't find. I don't think they can be perfect in nine days, but they probably can, with 99% certainty, get to the point where, okay, there's nothing really new. Why, uh, why do you want Hillary to win? <laughs> I just I can't. All right, we well, need to go to break. 888-727-BECK is the phone number. I noticed he didn't answer. I don't want Hillary to win. Uh, so let's talk about uh, uncertain times. I don't know. You might know that we have some of them ahead. Uncertain times uh, lead to uncertain things, and you need to prepare for those. Uh, of course, you don't want the, to depend on the government. Uh, not a good idea. You don't depend on the government to provide uh, when a crisis strikes. And that's why you need to be prepared for anything, and that's My Patriot Supply. Yeah, My Patriot Supply uh, helps you get prepared with four weeks of easy-to-prepare food for only $99. Super easy, easy to order, easy to receive Easy to store, easy to cook and prepare. You don't even have to cook it. You add water. Done. Uh, you know, and it's delicious food. Mm-hmm. Really, really good. Although heating it would probably help. Well, yeah, you could heat you it, too. You probably want to heat it, yeah. yeah. Um, 888-411-5290 is the number. Uh, you got to order now. Go to online uh-huh. prepare, uh, p- at preparewiththeblaze.com. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, you're talking about a four-week supply of food. This is going to knock away 90% of the things that could go wrong, and it lasts for up to 25 years. So you don't have to keep doing this over and over again unless you want to expand how much food you're storing. But, I mean, this is going to hold you over for a really long time. They Do it even now. have emergency pizza. Where's our emergency I mean, pizza? Come on, we got to try that. This is Marissa. We need emergency pizza. Can you make can you make that happen? That. We're talking. Maybe we do a whole spoons episode on emergency yes! pizza from My Patriot Supply. Triple eight four eleven fifty two ninety or preparewiththeblaze dot com. That's eight 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 four eleven fifty two ninety or preparewiththeblaze dot com. And remember, all pizza is emergency pizza. The experts at Web.com want to build your business a successful website for free, just like we did for these current Web.com customers. We've used and and looked at other website designers, but there's nobody better than Web.com. Web.com can build your website in as little as seven days free. Plus, we'll promote it on all the major search engines like Google, Yahoo, and Bing. If after 30 days you're happy, we'll continue to provide promotion, hosting, support, and maintenance, all for one low monthly fee. If not, cancel and pay nothing. If you're in business today and you don't have a web presence, you won't be taken seriously. Call right now and you'll also get a free .com or .net domain name for your new website powered by VeriSign, the world's leading domain name provider. Call 800-490-1099 or go to web.com slash radio. That's 800-490-1099. No upfront charge for site build, after which ongoing fees apply. Rights to site are relinquished when canceled. Domain included during active service, after which fees apply. You might believe uh, a movie called The Sociopath would be about Jeff, and that's what we thought initially. Yeah. Uh, but it is not. It is about, uh, well, it's about really the, the future of conservatism in America. And Ben Howe is the guy who put it together. He's uh, jo- joining us uh, right now. Ben, you with us? Yeah, are we hearing Ben? you hearing Ben? I'm not hearing Ben. Okay, let's see, try oh, again. Oh, there you go. Can I hear me? Yeah, yeah, there you go. Now we're hearing Ben. Ben, welcome. Uh, the, you, you got this thing done uh, in time for the election, which is uh, it was, uh, quite a schedule to pull that one off. Yeah, it was a little bit exhausting, and there were definitely times where I was concerned about whether or not I was going to be able to pull it off, uh, especially because more news kept coming in, and I didn't want to leave anything out that I thought might be important, so something new would drop, and I'd be like, oh, well, I guess I need to add an entire section now. <laughs> yeah, there's been uh, no, no, no lack of supply for mater- material in a movie called The Sociopath this election cycle, no, I would say. not at all. Um, so uh, the movie's out. Can people watch it? Uh, just uh, tell people how to find it, first of all. Well, so you can just go to YouTube. Um, oh, nice. ever, since, ever since I first started this, I've said I wanted to give it away for free because I just think it's really important uh, that people know who they're voting for, and... It's not a pro-Hillary video. It's not a pro-McMullen piece or pro-Gary Johnson piece. This is purely and solely about whether or not Donald Trump deserves your vote, especially for conservatives and Republicans, and especially considering what I think he'll do to the party in the future. Ben, you do know that if you say anything about Donald Trump, (laughs) except Donald Trump is God, you're going to be accused of of getting Hillary. You want Hillary. Why do you want Hillary to win? Why? Why? You're responsible. You own it. Are you, are you prepared for all that? I'm sure you're getting that anyway. But Oh, I mean, that's been my life yeah. for the last yeah. year. Uh, my, my brother, uh, uh, who also writes a Red State, he pointed out, well, he actually refrained from pointing it out to this person, but they said, you know, you're just doing what the Democrats want. 
And he, oh, he said to me, he was like, you know, I could come back with, you're just doing what David Duke wants. I mean, <laughs> it's, like, why does it only work in one direction? My vote, right. my vote, period. That's that's what it is, and that's what this film is about. Yeah. Um, so so what what did you find that was new? I mean, obviously we've talked about this with you before, and and we know your take on Trump. He's obviously not a conservative, and obviously in, in every way conceivable horrible. Uh, yes. But I mean, you really you went in deep here. What did you find? Uh, what what my main goal uh, aside from casting him as who he is was to identify how he got to this position. How did he rise amongst what had been a populist movement that was interested in small government? How did he get to the point where he could lead the party uh, and get the nomination, especially when great leaders that had risen up through the Tea Party ranks in a much more natural fashion were also on the ticket uh, mm-hmm. during the primaries? You know, how did this happen? And it really boiled down to his uh, cynical manipulation of the, the grossest fringe elements of our party. And what it made me realize and what I tried to establish in the film was that the, we can't have those elements in our party and have them be benign. Like, that, mm-hmm. that it doesn't work. Or this mm-hmm. happens. Mm-hmm. They have to be gone. They, like, we either need to leave or they need to leave. But it, it can't be the case that we've got a party where it's like, yeah, there's some really disgusting, scummy, racist elements in our party. We just kind of ignore them. That doesn't work because then eventually Donald Trump's the nominee. How did that tactic sway so many people, though? I mean, that's what I can't can't quite get my head around uh, in this election cycle. That's where the left played a big role. And I've I've refrained a little bit of talking about this prior to the election because my goal has been Trump. But where the left played a huge role in this, uh, Bill Maher actually talked about the other day, crying wolf. Yeah. Um, People got so tired of being called racist when they weren't being connected to people that they disagreed with and being told that they own them and all these other things. They were so tired of it that the, the, um, the pendulum for political correctness swayed so far in the other direction that it was like they would only take a jerk at a certain point. <laughs> and, and, and like, so I think that he just spoke to people's hearts where, where they had reached a point where they wanted somebody to be as evil to everyone else as the evil that they had received. Yeah, yeah, it's it's crazy. I mean, yep. it's it's amazing because you see all these terrible arguments that are coming out from Trump supporters. You know, this happened with the email thing. It happened with online polls. All all these really weird things that you think a rational person wouldn't necessarily um, even give the time of day in a normal situation. Do you, do you think there's any part of this? And and this is the optimi- optimistic side looking here. But is there any part of this that is just like here? Trump is a one-off. He's a celebrity. He comes in here. He shakes things up. He's kind of personality-wise what people want. And then after this is gone, we can go back to having normal, rational debates where we think about policies again. I think that there's a good chance that we could actually get more done as a result of Donald Trump. Mm. I mean, I I think that there's a really good chance that that look when you've got Bill Maher coming out and saying, okay, we were probably a little too rough on Bush and Romney. You know, when you've got, when you've got people in the media, mainstream journalists, going back and making fun of themselves for talking about binders full of women. You know, I, like, I think now there's every chance that in 2020, what we'll hear instead is an ad that says, Marco Rubio makes Donald Trump look modern. You know? I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm sure that that could happen, but I think that it's all going to be about the leader's on both, you know, the conservative side and on the on the Democrat side, 
finding ways to stop treating each other's motivations like we are always looking for the worst in each other. And except that, look, I disagree with some of these people, but maybe, maybe they don't want to kill me. And, <laughs> and, and we might be able to find some middle ground on some things uh, while still standing on our principles as we've all done this election season. Uh, the movie is The Sociopath, and so if, if is the best way to go, just go on YouTube and search for The Sociopath, or is there a site they should go to? Uh, you can go to my GoFundMe page. It's embedded there, GoFundMe.com slash The Sociopath. Um, and then, but yeah, if you if you search The Sociopath or go to my Twitter feed, Ben Howe, uh, it's there, and it's free, and... Uh, you know, there's only 18 commercials in it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, I saw a big chunk of it over the weekend. Uh, ben was nice enough to send the first few minutes to me before it was done. It's great. There's a lot in there that you there was so much in there, Ben, that I had forgotten about because there's been something yeah. about this Trump mm-hmm. campaign that it's just overwhelmed the system. Like, yeah, I, there's, been there's so, so much many you can't talk about it all that you thought would sink well, this guy. By the time you're ready thing. to talk about one thing, he's done five others. <laughs> well, and I think that, you know, in the grand scheme of things, he's he's 90% of the story right now, but after the election, all of this is only about 15% of the story mm. of what happened. I mean, mm. the government is the reason that a populist movement like the Tea Party raised up in the first place. There was a good reason for it. It just got out of control. People co-opted it. So who do you think wins tomorrow? Who do, is Trump going to pull this out, or will it be Hillary? I have learned to stop predicting. Yeah, I know. Yeah. When it's, it comes to Donald Trump, yeah. because you, this you is a can't. guy you just can't. Yeah, over and over and over. Mm-hmm. I was on. T- I mean, the only difference is when he was winning in the primaries, it was our common sense telling us that he couldn't win, not the polls. The polls <laughs> That's true. The, the polls were actually showing us that he would win. That's and yeah. We were, we were all just going, yeah, no, no, <laughs> yeah, <It's> very, very <laughs> true. It but is the good. polls are showing Hillary winning now. Yes. So. So you would think that that would be the case, but, but yeah, it's would, Trump. But, Who knows? Yeah, but Trump. Yeah, but Trump. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but so. Bill Mitchell on Twitter, he's been unskewing all the polls. So, Oh, that guy. Who uh, is that guy, by the way? I, 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 there's some guy on Twitter. I don't know who he is. I've never heard of him before in my life. And every day he tweets something like about like how the fact that Donald Trump is selling more like Halloween costumes yes. proves he's going to win. Oh my god! And yes. I, I and everybody in the and media, I feel bad pump. for the yeah. Come on. Yeah, and I almost feel bad for the guy because everybody in the mainstream media just mocks the hell out of him, and certainly he deserves it. But he's just like nobody, and, and these his, his guy. Everyone just goes out there, just like all, they all just destroy him. It's almost he too actually, easy. He actually tweeted. That Donald Trump is winning the polls in our hearts. Like, <laughs> in our that. hearts. <laughs> okay. They are priceless. Oh, that man. Is, uh, that is awesome. All right. All so right. the sociopath, just search it on, on YouTube. Uh, search it on YouTube or, or go, go to my uh, Twitter feed at Ben Howe on Twitter. Okay. Uh, or go to GoFundMe.com slash the sociopath. Before you go, Ben, um, probably the most important question is we are just moments away uh, from the vote on Hillary Clinton. Should she be inducted into the douche Hall of Fame? Did you want to weigh in on that and and at least get your opinion out there before the vote? I think that Hillary Clinton, having married what has got to be one of the greatest douches of all times, Mm -hmm. uh, gives her sort of a position of royalty in that (laughs) way. So it's sort of a dual monarchy now that she's getting into that position. Uh, So, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. She should be. All right. There we go. The first vote for Hillary for douche Hall of Fame. Ben Howe, thanks for coming on the program, man. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, the movie's really good. I mean, I, I, I watched the, at least the first 20 minutes of it. Really good. And, uh, and uh, I mean, gosh, man, that was what kept hitting me as I was watching it. 
you just forget how much crap has so gone on much. so many times. So much. There are these huge stories that you, and you, they're actually completely forgotten by now. And one of them, I, I think, maybe the most egregious that would have sunk anybody else's campaign in the history of presidential elections was when he mocked the handicap reporter. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that would have ended any campaign or any consideration of this guy for decent society Ever. Yeah. You'd be done. And You'd I, be done. And I think that's kind of went to the, one of the one of the points we were making there, which is people seem to have an unhealthy uh, desire to to excuse and believe completely nonsensical lies. Like, oh, no, that's not what I was saying. I was just shaking. I, yeah, I right. do that with my arms all the time. Right. You've never seen him do it before. <laughs> never seen him do it since. Right. You tell me, does he do that all the time? Yeah, no. no right. It's just, doesn't. I mean, it's, it's weird. That, but it's, it's weird. More than him, because obviously he's a liar and he'll do whatever he has to do. It's a weird how many people will accept his nonsense. Yeah. We'll say, oh, yeah, well, I believe he did win that online poll. It shows he's winning by 80 points. He's going to kill Hillary. It's like, it's just, it's incredible. I don't I don't understand it. But whatever. It's the election. He did yep. the election season. Uh, I guess that's probably the explanation on that. 888-727-BECK is the phone number. We're on really late. We'll be back in a second. Go to well, the we've Blaze. been later than this. Well, yeah, not totally. So don't even worry about but it. But go to theblaze.com slash defeat. Get there now. How about Jeffy? A lot of people on there at the moment? We're looking at uh, about four times the amount of people. Nice. Already, so. Get there. Vote. It's your civic duty and such. Do yes. Shalom Bain vote. Yes, what, what he said. Thank you, Pat, for the passion. Triple eight seven two seven back. Uh, President Obama, I guess he's still in office. It's weird. Yeah, I'm uh, sure doing nothing, nothing at all. I'm sure he's, you know, all he's doing is getting ready for his uh, afterlife. You know, the after presidency, and he's probably completely benign uh, in the Oval Office. He's not doing anything we wouldn't like. Uh, he did mock Trump yesterday for getting his Twitter confiscated by his campaign. Uh, here's what he had to say. His Twitter. His Twitter. His Twitter. In the, in the last two days, they they had so little confidence in his self-control, they said, we're just going to take away your Twitter. Your Twitter. It is unbelievable. Now, if, if somebody can't handle a Twitter account, <laughs> they can't handle the nuclear cover. Uh, yeah, I, you know what? I agree with that. If somebody I freaking agree with starts that. tweeting you at not? three in the morning because SNL made fun of you, uh-huh. then you can't handle the nuclear coverage. Of course, let me tell you something. Yeah, I mean, he's the this is the thinnest-skinned guy on the planet. Well, except well, for Donald Trump. Trump. Yeah, except I mean, Trump for Trump. I, I think the only thinner-skinned guy on this earth is Donald Trump. Than Barack Obama. Yeah. Uh, Barack Obama is not one to talk about this, but he's exactly right. I mean, the, if you can't handle a Twitter account, you can't handle the nuclear codes. It is really amazing. I mean, or you know, and and that's you know, the nuclear codes. Okay, there's a different uh, consequence to a bad tweet than to launching a nuclear weapon. Maybe he wouldn't bomb everybody with the nuclear codes, but he is out of control. Yeah, and he on can't... the other hand, maybe he would. 
First of all, maybe he would, and why take the chance? He would, yeah. Um, but secondly, I think like there's a legitimate chance that he's going to try to punish enemies, that he would piss yeah. off um, uh, and ruin uh, alliances, um, mm-hmm. not necessarily leading to nuclear war, which is obviously the worst possible thing that could go on. But, I mean, a lot of this stuff really does happen. You know, these, these mm-hmm. fights between nations a lot of times do bubble up from nonsense, um, and people with personalities uh, disagreeing with each other and not liking each other. And you need somebody who's going to be, I'm not, and Hillary's not the one either. They're both terrible at this, and Obama hasn't been good at it either. But, I mean, you know, Trump is uniquely uh, out of control on these sorts of topics. Um, and, uh, you know, I, it's a pretty effective argument from them. I mean, mm-hmm. seriously, the man can't f- stop himself from tweeting um, that's an incredible, tweeting something stupid, by the way. Uh, that, that's incredible. Like, why on earth could you, how can you not get through a few more days and just not tweet something dumb? And, and they don't have any confidence in the guy that he no. can. And that's why they, I guess it's legitimate, right, that they did take away his access to Twitter. Yeah. I, Which in fact, is to insane. the point of it, it's not even being argued no. uh, in the press because that came it, out in a insane. big story. Uh, I can't remember who. I think it was a New York Times story. Well, and he did this. He did that thing last week where he where he was saying to himself in a speech. Yeah. Uh, All right. Be calm. Keep stay it. Stay on point. Stay on point. Stay on point. Keep on point. Because they've been drilling that yeah. into his head. He's heard it so often. So that he won't he won't lose this election to Hillary, who was under investigation by the FBI. I mean, he had this thing in his hand, and they they knew that he could absolutely give it away. Just give it away right back to Hillary, and it might be happening anyway. I don't know. We'll we'll see if this if the FBI dropping the investigation has much effect. But it, it seems to have solidified. It seems to have stabilized the election again. It seemed like it was all running away with you know with Trump right now. Or last week, and now it seems like it's kind of back on the Hillary train. I gotta say, I think this happened before they cleared him. Um, it seemed like he got that initial burst, and, and we said this on the air. Anybody's gonna get a huge burst, and I think honestly, any candidate would would run away with this after an FBI investigation has launched this close. Despite the fact that he's that Comey came out at the last minute, mm-hmm. I don't think that that had enough of a factor. It's already people. It's already in people's heads. I don't think you're you're gonna be able to turn it around one day before the election. But Trump is so bad, and it has so many built-in negatives mm-hmm. that he's been building up. I mean, watch the sociopath, the we were just talking about. You'll remember all the negatives he's been building into the system. Watch uh, any, uh, I mean, I was watching uh, Sunday Night Football last night, and you get beat over the head with these, you know, they just keep hitting you with these ads of the kids watching TV, and, and all these Republicans were like, I, li- I was going to vote Trump, but I mean, I can't vote for a guy who says he's going to grab women's genitals on a bus. You know, like these ads, I think, chip away. And he's so uniquely horrible that I he may very well not take advantage of an FBI investigation against his opponent. And that's yeah. inc- incredible. Yeah, it is. It's, it's, it's the level it of is. incompetence that has led to this. The fact that this is even questionable. And, and we begged and we pleaded all yeah, during the primary when it was time to choose somebody who yeah. could have beaten Hillary Clinton. Yep. Uh, and now it's too late. Yep. More patents to it coming up. Just moments away from the Douche Hall of Fame election. Speaking uh, of Hillary Clinton. Yeah. Uh, we're going to vote her into the Douche Hall of Fame. Maybe. Potentially. Yeah. In just moments, go to theblaze.com slash the feed and follow the prompts. Get signed up now. We're only a few minutes away. Don't miss this historic opportunity.
just uh, an amazing Donald Trump story uh, from Politico uh, about how his alma mater, Penn, doesn't want to talk about him. Now, usually... Uh, the Wharton Business School with a uh, 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 an alma mater, one of their own. Might be a president. Running for president. They yeah. don't want to talk about Donald Trump. They go through this whole list of how, you know, Penn is one of the rare... Uh, Ivy League schools that doesn't have representation as uh, for as for a president. The only one they have, I guess, is a is William Henry Harrison went there for like part of the time. Oh, and really? He was killed a month after he went into office, or he died, yeah, he died a month, died after, a month after his office. Not killed. Um, <clears throat> so you know they don't really have anything. Here's a chance. They've got a guy who's a few points away from winning the cha- uh, winning uh, the presidency, and they will not talk about it. They don't want. They don't want. The, you know, he's not celebrated there. He's given a fortune to it. Ivanka went there. Um, Donald Jr. went there. They still are just basically not um, acknowledging this is going on. And it was funny because they went through, and I guess they have tried to change the school significantly since he went there, which was in the 60s. Um, And they changed. It is no longer called Wharton School of Finance. It's not? It's not called Wharton School of Finance, which I thought. School of Business. I I had the same thought. It's not? Oh, no, because he says it all the time. I went to Wharton School of Finance. You know when they changed it? 1972. It hasn't been called Wharton School of Finance so since they 1972. It before he even attended. No, I think it was after he attended. Oh, no, yeah, 68. He, went in he graduated 68. in 68. That's yeah. right. So here's what he said, though, about Wharton back in, in December, if you'll remember this correctly. I went to an Ivy League school. I'm very highly educated. I know words. I have the best words. So, stunningly, they're, okay, not, they're not touting uh, this. As they're not touting to that. Uh, I was shocked that they're not saying, yeah, that's our guy. Right there. He's got the best words. He just proved it. <laughs> I I went to an Ivy League school. I, I am very highly educated. I know words. Uh, I have the best words. <laughs> it's so embarrassing. I, that it's incredible how embarrassing that is. And they were saying that he didn't really like. He was not really involved in the culture there. He would go home and work in the real estate business on the weekends. It's, you know, he was a big donor. You almost you wonder how he made it through because I mean, yeah, it's a demanding business he, school. And, and I believe he can't read very well. I honestly believe I believe from, that from a perspective of. Like he has like attention. Like, do, do I problems, think he right? can read? Yes. yes. Do I think he can read well at let's say a, a high school level? I don't think so. I mean, he let alone speak. a Wharton right. Business School level. I mean, I, I don't know how he did it. I really don't. I don't because he's not very smart. He's not. He's and, not literate. And there's no indication that he did well there, but he did make it through. Like he was not like you know. Just he told amazing. the New York Times he was first in his class. Uh, he was not. He was not. No. He was. Not, there's no indication that he actually did particularly well at Wharton. But again, it's still Wharton. I mean. Yeah. So I, I mean, mean, I didn't go to Wharton. Right. I mean, Jeffy. I mean, you know. Jeffy, third third when, grade was it? I mean, I know you had the graduation for third grade, but you didn't actually finish third grade, right? How does that work? How did I didn't. Well, <laughs> you you did well in third grade. Is that what you're saying? But there's an were, attendance what, issue yes, or 18. something. Yes. <laughs> no, really not that funny. When okay. I was 18, <laughs> I went to third grade. Yeah. And then eventually you turned into a lab tech, which is uh, great. Right, so what, we have the vote. In just, uh, right, just around Minutes the away. Oh, Blaze.com Blaze. Blaze. slash the feed. Let's go Blaze. get there now. Sorry about the
huge day. I mean, uh, right now, 538 has it at 84% uh, chance that Hillary Clinton gets inducted to the Douche Hall of Fame. <laughs> 538 got involved in this, huh? Well, they had great. To run, I mean, they've been running models for a while. They run models on, I believe, every uh, douche all flame uh, candidate. Uh, it's a big deal here, Pat. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, we are sitting here on the precipice of Hillary Clinton, one of the f- most famous women in the world and potentially our next president, mm. being voted into the douche hall of fame. No president has ever been a member of the douche hall of fame. Why? Well, there's a very significant restriction that was put in place very early on that uh, limited uh, uh, the possibility of a sitting president um, to be voted into the Jewish Hall of Fame. They cannot be uh, voted in. Now, once they leave office, like, I don't know, January 21st-ish, uh, a certain president could be voted into the Jewish Hall of Fame for the work that they have achieved in maybe, mm-hmm. let's say, eight years of office. But... If Hillary Clinton were to win uh, tomorrow in the meaningless election that goes on tomorrow, uh, she would be uh, precluded from being voted in to the Jewish Hall of Fame, at least as president. There is a constitutional gray area if she's president-elect. But that's something we don't even want to discuss. We do not want to start a constitutional crisis here. No, we don't. And that's why we're doing it today. We're doing it today. To eliminate any possibility of any gray area. There's no problem with electing a candidate for office. There's no problem with electing a former senator. There's no problem with a former secretary of state. So all of these things are fine. Mm-hmm. She can be inducted into the Douche Hall of Fame today. Uh, now, tomorrow it gets it gets hazy all right. as to whether or not that can happen. Now, let me give you the last opportunity here to go to theblaze.com slash the feed. Get in line. Get We've got a lot of people there. We have a much larger audience uh, than uh, is typical. Going on 10 to. times the, uh, the blaze.com slash uh, or the blaze. Blaze.com Blaze. slash the feed audience. Yes. As about 10 times what it usually is. We should tell you that this is here every day for you. If you're a, mm-hmm. uh, if a, if you're a subscriber to the Blaze, mm-hmm. you want to come in and log in and talk to Jeffy, and he'll send you weird pictures of himself or whatever he does over there. Uh, that's always there. But it does include like links of stuff that we talk about on the show. It's kind of a constant uh, conversation with, uh, and Jeffy's the one who runs it. Uh, and approves uh, all the comments and such, which is, you know, I mean, that's not a good commercial for it because if Jeffy runs it, it probably sucks. But it is a cool thing. It's kind of a weird, cool window that a lot of people don't know exists into the show, not only this show, but also the radio show. So take advantage of that on an everyday basis. But for now, it's very important because you will see a, a, a poll pop up in just a couple of minutes. And you will vote on should Hillary Clinton be inducted into the Douche Hall of Fame. I will say, in a, uh, a Fox News alert, they are claiming that Michigan has turned into a hotly contested battleground state. What's that now? Michigan uh, has turned into a hotly contested battleground state. It has? Uh, yes. That's what the Fox News alert is proclaiming right now. Michigan is a, <laughs> has turned into a hotly contested battleground state now that would lead one to believe that it's within a fraction of a point or maybe a point or two uh one way or the other maybe even trump leads right now in michigan um currently uh michigan is a a 21.5 percent chance of uh of trump winning uh, (laughs) if that's hotly contested uh i'd hate to see what's average poll about four points i mean so that's close enough that you could say it's Kind of competitive, Hotly but... contested. Shut up. People are chanting. Uh, um, People are chanting. Sorry, we're getting off. People are chanting. What are they chanting? Jeff? Chanting, vote, vote, 
vote. Okay, now, Jeff, it's deafening. Before, deafening on the field. Before we get started, I, I, we presented you the case against Hillary Clinton last mm-hmm. week with uh, the, with the serial, and, and obviously mm-hmm. we talk about her all the time and say how terrible she is. Uh, all true. Um, however, there is a high standard here. We all know Hillary Clinton is a douche. Mm-hmm. I think we can all agree on that on both sides Absolutely. of the aisle. That's a bipartisan thing. Mm. The question is, is she douchey enough to go into the douche Hall of Fame? She would have to get 95% of the vote to do so. It's a very difficult standard, the highest standard that has ever been achieved in modern uh, Hall of Fame history. Um, and to do this, this bar is so high, mm-hmm. there's very little wiggle room. People say it's tough to get into the Baseball Hall of Fame. It's not. That's easy compared That's to the Douche easy. Hall of Fame. It's easy. easy. Well, how many mem- first of all, how many members? Oh, hundreds. I mean, there's hundreds, hundreds of members, of members. In, the, in the Baseball Hall of Fame. Not in the Douche Hall of not Fame. Not in the Douche Hall of Fame. There's, what, how many members, Jeffy? Uh, maybe 30? Not, not even that. No, I think about 27, 27, something like that. Okay, so roughly. 30 was a decent guess, I mean, off the top of my head. No, okay. it was outrageous. 12, <laughs> so, 26. The, uh, the other part of this is we've never had a, a, a 100% vote. Mm. Never. Mm-hmm. Um, now, 100%, we are unsure exactly how the software works. Whether, Maybe it won't accept 100%. Right. Like, we think, well, we think <laughs> Maybe. If, if, like, if there's I had 10, that thought today, too. Right. Maybe it won't register 100% I vote. think it will register 100% vote. Here's what I think. The question here, there, and there's a debate on this, and obviously you go back to, to, to a Hall of Fame, you know, for example, baseball, that, that, that meaningless old Hall of Fame that mm-hmm. no one cares about anymore. And what is cares. that, 75%? Right, whatever, whatever. But there's been debates on that meaningless thing for a yeah. long time. People are like, wait a minute, Pee Wee Reese is in the Baseball Hall of Fame. Well, that's it's crazy. He should be. He wasn't good enough. Yeah. And then people will argue about it. Wait a minute, this guy should have been unanimous. Those sorts of things happen in the much more important douche Hall of Fame. But then they revolve around this uh, 100% standard. Now, the question is, and we don't know, this is a big debate, let's just say 10 of us voted, only 10 people voted, and all 10 of us voted yes. I believe that would be a 100% vote. Mm-hmm. Um, and that definitely would be a 100% vote. The question, however, is if a 1,000 of us voted and 999 of us voted for her to be in the Douche Hall of Fame, if, does 999 round to a 100% right. vote? We just don't know. know. Um, and that is something that's going to be tested here potentially mm-hmm. if someone really believes. And I, you know, I don't know. Maybe they think Hillary Clinton is not douchey enough for the douche hall of fame. I believe most people will. Will she get in? I think she has a really good chance. Uh, she has a long history, thirty years of working hard to be incredibly douchey in public. I would say nobody deserves this more than she does. Yeah, well, at least and, not one that we can induct. And perhaps we should get to the vote. Should we allow a I longer I mean, I hear period? you. I hear, I hear you. I think it's, yeah. I mean, I hear I you. Know. We, we, I know. Yeah, I'm trying to get to it, and you important. just interrupted me. I was just about to allow the vote <laughs> right. to begin. I, I do not think we can extend the vote. There's got to be no a minute. No way. One minute. Right? One minute. One 60 minute. seconds. Okay. One, you get 60 one seconds. minute to vote. Once, once Are you, you sure? That poll just up. one minute and one minute only, <laughs> even for Hillary Clinton. They close the polls. That's what happens. All right. I mean, I know sometimes a weird, if there's a power outage, we might extend Extend it. All right. Okay, here we go. In in five seconds, we begin the vote for Hillary. Four, three, two, one. Okay, watch the poll. Begin. Here All right. it is. The douche Hall of vote. Now, while we should never influence uh, how you should vote during this one minute, we can uh, talk to you about mm. the importance of the institution mm. itself. Mm. The douche Hall of Fame is the most respected institution in the United <laughs> States of America. <laughs> Uh, and probably the poll after poll after poll shows that very 
fact. It's very true. Uh, it's and, true. and we expect you to take your vote seriously. seriously. Yeah. We expect you to analyze all of the information. What have you and seen? And that's why we report? did the, the week of Hillary scandals last week to right. show whether or not, you know, she's douchey enough for the Douche Hall of Fame. And so this is up to you now. You've got another 15 seconds or so to vote, to place your vote. Should Hillary Clinton be inducted into the Douche Hall of Fame? I mean, my heart is a flutter. I will, I will admit it. Five uh, seconds it's, left. It's a flutter. It's a flutter now. It's, fl- it's fluttering away right now as we speak. And we have to call it. And okay. that's it. Now, I, I will say, I do not know how this is, this is coming out. Here's, here's my one perspective of this. Now, the vote is cast, so we can, we can talk, analyze mm-hmm. a little bit before it's revealed. There is an argument to be made that this is the most positive time to take this vote for Hillary Clinton to avoid being in the Douche Hall of Fame because of the fact that while, yes, Hillary Clinton's a douche, She's going up against a candidate who's already in the douche hall of fame, and mm-hmm. a lot of people don't like too. So mm-hmm. maybe this is the time where, if she had a chance to avoid the douche hall of fame, this, is this it. may be the day. Yep. She's also had she's the FBI investigation called off. Yeah, that's over. That's in her favor. She looks clean as a whistle right now. Oh my gosh! And I'm so, not sure how clean whistles are. Like a whistle that has been dragged through the mud for 30 years. Interestingly, a whistle you're blowing <laughs> spittle into as you uh, as you yeah. blow into it. It's really it's kind not of clean a at all. Stupid expression. It really is. What is. It is. Jeffy is tabulating the results right now, and uh, this is a huge moment in the history of the show. We're talking about 10 times the normal people that show up to the feed every day are there, um, debating this and and yelling at me to shut up so they can vote. And we've allowed, we've allowed that vote to take place. Yes, we have. Um, as uh, the benevolent dictators that Pat and I are, <laughs> we come to you and, and we say, you know what? Ah, sure, we'll give democracy a little bit of a chance here and there. Mm. That's because we're great people and, and, and we're just so awesome. I mean, I Most dictators us. aren't that benevolent. No, they don't care all. what yeah. you think. They and obviously, do what they want. If you cross us, you might get that same treatment. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest about it. Uh, but let's go to Jeffy now, who is... Uh, <clears throat> He's looking at this. This is an interesting face from Jeffy. He, he's got the he's got the important I'm smart glasses on. He is ready. Well, to, this is the same face he I'm uses laughing. every time yes. as a douche Hall of Fame, frankly. Um, so, so the comments are very very pleasing to me. Okay. They're pleasing. They're pleasing to me. Like, but, give us a few of the comments. Well, then we give away. Okay. What, All right, here we go. We'll give away the vote. We now um, go to Jeffy for the final tabulation of the vote for Hillary Clinton in the douche Hall of Fame. Should Hillary Clinton be inducted into the douche Hall oh of Fame? God, I'm so nervous. <laughs> and the answer is we have a new member oh, the oh there we go a new member is the Deuce Hall of Fame congratulations Hillary Clinton Hillary Clinton has made it into the Deuce Hall of Fame 27th 27th member of the Deuce Hall of Fame now now there here's the big question the big question what was her percentage Jeffy 98% no I would just say that some of the people have been wow. commenting. Uh, Hillary wow. supporters own it. Yeah. Uh, they own it. Okay. <laughs> they own this vote. Oh, my God. <laughs> here, here, here. Uh, that's, um, that's an interesting part of that conversation. Wow. Uh, really... Really uh, surprised. I, I, I will say. She's in comfortably, yet uh, disappointingly. <laughs> Look at the bottom of our screen right now. Hillary Clinton, 27th member of the douche. <laughs> um, I, uh, I am not surprised she made it in. Um, I am surprised. 
uh, she was not a 99 percenter. I'm shocked at that. Um, I am shocked. shocked. I, I would like to, if, if you have, if you voted against Hillary, call us. 888-727-BECK. If these and people explain will admit, explain yourself. I, I would like you to explain your vote. <laughs> we won't attack you, although we are dictators and we could. Mm-hmm. Um, Jeffy, can you contact some of the people? Ask for people to call in uh, on the feed if they voted against Hillary Clinton in the Douche Hall of Fame. I'd love to hear. Well, from the them. votes are confidential. I don't have any idea. They don't have to tell us their real name. Like Barack Obama and no people know? who voted for me. No, I'm, what I'm saying here is that you don't have to. T- you don't have to identify who they are. I'm saying ask them if they want to be identified. This is like jurors. They get you know protected, but if you if they Once want to the come out, once the case is talk, over, yeah, they want to come out and talk. They can. Wow, could write said, a book. I voted against Hillary for the Douche Hall of Fame. I would, I would buy that book. No, <laughs> I would buy that book in a second because I would love to see the case made. Uh, that's what was Glenn's prediction this morning? Didn't he think it would be a hundred percent? No, I think he said. Uh, I don't know. I remember. I don't remember what he said. I know. Um, I, I will hmm. say I expect this, and this kind. Of, I will say this throws in. To doubt my belief that Barack Obama will be the first 100 percent. Yeah. Because once once uh, he leaves office, we can vote on him for the Douche Hall of Fame. And I expected that to be the first 100 percent. But we didn't know we were going to vote for Hillary Clinton at that time. Yeah. Um, and here we are. I am stunned that uh, she only got 98 percent. Very. I'm legitimately surprised. Yes, I am. <laughs> I'm legitimately surprised. Wow. I mean, you know, and I think this comes down to, and we said it I before, mean, people Donald take this Trump seriously. Trump got 99. I know. He got in with a higher percentage than Hillary Clinton. And what does this mean Come for the votes on. for tomorrow? Donald Trump actually defeated wow. Hillary Clinton in the Douche Hall of Fame voting. That is incredible. <laughs> I, I will say I never believed something. I would see a day that something like that happened. No. That is incredible. It's incredible. Incredible. Uh, any other comments, Jeffy, that are worth uh, worth mentioning? I was just looking at some of the numbers. I'm very surprised that she got 98%. It's, <laughs> it's almost shocking. It's stunning. It's like, um, but she is in, and, uh, you know, I don't know, if, uh, do we... One comment said I voted against just to burn the system down. Oh, my gosh. I mean, they, they, you know. Is, really? This is not what we were looking for. You know, we were hoping to That's see. That's just wrong. We were hoping to see. Wrong. Well, look, you know, people get to make their own decisions. We can't uh, criticize their votes. I knew so, that was uh, happening, though. I knew it was happening, and it'll happen every time. Somebody will do that and be a little smart ass in the in the Barack is Obama vote. Is it smart ass or is it purist? Like everyone knows Ken Griffey no, Jr. is hey. going into the, into the baseball hall of fame, but you always get the voter too, and it's like, eh, nah, I'll vote for him the second time, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, here, you know, everyone everyone wants to make their little statement, but there, it's it's more mm-hmm. than just because I don't believe people who are douche hall of fame voters would lower themselves to just being a wise guy. I believe there's a real internal struggle among all of us. As we cast that vote for the douche hall thing, even when it seems obvious. That is beautiful. Ninety-eight percent divided, we fall. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow, that's a great point. Oh no, Pat's, oh no, Pat, oh, maybe no. tear up a little bit. You're, you don't get a paper cut on your eye. Wow. So there you go. Wow, an incredible moment in the history of the Pat and Stu incredible. show. Potentially the next president of the United States. In the Maybe hall in thing. the douche. Hall hey, I mean, let's remind mm-hmm. them again. Also, tomorrow well, one uh, of them. will be the first presidential election douche on douche. Yes, so you can yes. go to the ballot box knowing that both so, are douchey enough. And we be. will have a sitting president unless, you know, some miracle happens and mm-hmm. Evan McMullen, and McMullen pulls it out, yeah. which is not going to happen. So we <laughs> will have a president who is in the douche hall of fame. I mean, that's first wow. time ever. Come I mean, on that's what a moment, we deserve, what a moment we deserve for a country. Country. And then this is the right year for this to happen. It is. This is the right year. It is. It's the yes, right time. It, it was time. We were, we were ready yeah. for it. Seeing how this country has reacted over the past couple of years, 2016 is the right moment for the president to be in the Truly news is. hall of fame. Okay. Now, I don't, I don't know if I can go on, Pat. 
was powerful. It was a powerful point, Stu. Just like, you know, I think, you know, they describe um, how um, people may have felt at the first uh, African-American president being nominated. And, mm-hmm. you know, they talked about uh, young children who went to the inauguration and were like, wow, this is a, I'm seeing a historic moment. It's kind of how I feel right now. Yeah. Except uh, this is it's a, a lot good like result. it's a lot like that. <laughs> this is a good result. It's not Barack Obama. Barack Obama coming soon. And maybe that will be emotional, too. Uh, I mean, he would be the first sitting president ever inducted into the Douche Hall of Fame. Maybe we'll have that same emotional reaction. It's possible. Mm. Who knows? Time will tell. Mm-hmm. Time Incredible. will tell. Incredible moment. Incredible moment. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. glad you were here for and share this moment of history with us. Triple eight seven two seven Beck. War patents, too, is uh, coming up in a second here. Well, uh, let's uh, welcome a new uh, sponsor to the program, uh, Boland Branch. When you work for Glenn Beck, you do cherish what little sleep you get. Uh, mm. It's not, not very common. Uh, yeah. So why not uh, choose the sheets that three U.S. presidents sleep on, Bowl and Branch? If you're like most people, you've never felt sheets like these yeah. because, well, they, they cost like close to $1,000. Yeah. Sheets that are comparable to this are $1,000 or more. In fact, they go up to like $1,600. It's ridiculous. It's crazy, but Bowen Branch has reinvented the way they do this. Uh, the, the betting industry has been turned upside down because of Bowen Branch and what they're doing. They are selling direct to you from their website. And there's none of the typical department store markups, which can sometimes be 800%. Ugh. And that means you can have the purest luxury linens. I mean, they feel yeah. awesome on your skin at night. Uh, and you can have these on your bed for a fraction of the traditional price. Bowl and branch sheets are ethically made from organic cotton. They don't I, torture their cotton they never at all. That. They have never, never tortured Not once. any cotton. Not ever. And if you see reports of it, they're lying. Okay? Really, they are. Uh, yeah. It's really an amazing uh, um, uh, company. And, uh, it's a they, great way they, to do it. They do this the right way. They treat their people well. Uh, they don't use uh, you know, uh, pesticides and none of that stuff. They've been praised for their quality and uh, natural softness as well. Yeah, so make your bed a better place. Try Bowling Branch for 30 nights. The shipping is free. And if you're not completely in love with them, mm-hmm. I mean in love with them, send them back and get a full refund. You've got nothing to lose. Go to BowlingBranch.com. Use promo code BLAZE to save $50 off your first set of sheets. It's spelled B-O-L-L and Branch.com. Promo code BLAZE. It's hard to really kind of get over the historical significance of what we've just seen and what we've just all witnessed together. Uh, you know, it's certainly a story you're going to be telling your kids, your grandkids. You uh, were there. Generations to come. You were there. I Perhaps voted even voted. In the Douche Hall of Fame election of 2016 mm-hmm. for Hillary Clinton. Uh, and, uh, you know, I, it's going to take time, I think, for this to really s- settle into society, for us really to marinate in this and, mm-hmm. and, and consider the ramifications of what we've seen. Um, I usually don't put any any credence into reports, but we are getting some reports now that, uh, you know, be, the 2%, Hillary Clinton only got 98% because of Russia. Because uh, the Russian oh, the Russians vote. Oh, my gosh. Russian 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 hackers. Hackers. I hope uh, that's not true. I hope that's not true. So do I. Uh, uh, so do I. Messing with a U.S. election. So do I. I don't like that. I that's don't, not I good. am not a fan that's of that. That's not right. Um, that's not right. You know, a lot of, there's been a lot of talk this year about the glass ceiling. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, for there was a time uh, in the Douche Hall of Fame where you, I don't think you could it. vote a, a woman in. We're not proud of it. I mean, I, uh, we're not proud but of that, there, there but, uh, was that a time. time in our history. Yeah. In fact, uh, wh- I mean, the, I know the first one was Alan Grayson. How long did it take for us to get to to our first? Well, one? Over a year. Uh, over a year. Oh, almost. Uh, I mean, not a single year woman. and a year and a half. 
You're not, not a single woman oh of the Douche Hall of Fame. That is so embarrassing. And then our first, our first woman <laughs> entry was uh, Maxine Waters, mm. which is a weird one. Yeah. I mean, because she's so irrelevant now that you wouldn't uh, think she'd be. Yeah, well, nominated. she wasn't at the time. At the time, she right. was, uh, yeah. you know, a 99 percenter. It's kind of a crappy uh, glass ceiling breaker. It's like you know, they, they mm. let's talk about how um, uh, you know. Um, uh, Rosa Parks, you know, was the she did the whole thing with the with the, mm-hmm. with the bus and everything. But and then they always say, well, there's actually somebody else who did it beforehand. Mm-hmm. That's kind of how I feel like the Douche Hall of Fame is seen. It's like you know, Maxine Waters, yeah, she was actually the one who did it. But let's, what's the first good one we can come up with? Debbie Wasserman Schultz. Yeah, <laughs> Debbie Wasserman Schultz. I mean, it took yeah, almost a year later. A douche bag. She's yeah. a perfect one. Come on, she's actually Nancy her, Pelosi too, and she's in. And Nancy is in. Yes. So yeah. there's four total now. Four total yes. women in the douche hall of fame. Yes. But oh, the, four of twenty-seven. That's guys. I mean, I, don't, I know you're. I don't want you to <laughs> be sexist still, here. We still don't have equality. No, we don't. We don't. We don't we have parity. We, we want to do better. Than we, this. we we want to do better. better than we this. do. Um, and I'm glad to see Hillary Clinton is now in as well, making those numbers a little bit more rational. Uh, because right now it's it's really out of control. It's all dudes, mm. uh, a bunch of dudes. I, I remember we went back and looked at this at one point too. There's a lot of Republicans in there. There's more um, than you'd think. More than you'd think on a show that uh, you know is obviously conservative in, in in leaning. We we found a lot of conservatives to, uh, to or Republicans at least to put in to the douche hall of fame. Obviously, Donald Trump uh, is uh, currently a Republican for the next uh, day or so. Mm-hmm. Um, and then um, uh, you got John John Roberts. John Roberts is in there. You got um, uh, you got your uh, uh, what's his face from MSNBC Joe Joe Scarborough. Oh yeah, Joe Scarborough. Uh, yes, he is. Post him, Joe. Yeah. What yes, are the Republicans is, uh, in there? Uh, Chris Christie is he in the douche hall of fame? Not that Christie's in. No. Really? That would be a good one. Yeah. Although his relevancy, uh, unless Trump wins, he's uh, his relevancy clause is probably. It's probably going to kick in on him. Yeah. That's about it. I mean, uh, well, you've got Michael Bloomberg, who's in between. I, was, yeah. I almost yeah. was going to use him because he was a Republican. Well, at was one Ventura point. too? Jesse Ventura. At he the was time. a form party, but yeah, but still not a Democrat, right? Uh, but the guy is just a freak of nature. I mean, he at one point could almost be considered Republican or somewhat conservative. I, I don't know what happened to that guy. He went off the deep end in a big stinking way Mm -hmm. in a big way and became just well the grand nozzle of the douche hall of fame uh for example triple eight seven two seven back eight 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 seven two seven b-e-c-k now on the wonderful world of stew over the weekend yeah this is a cool story um we talk about Mm -hmm. elections that that went in kind of crazy ways and, Mm -hmm. and 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 sort of deep internal struggles kind of like what we just witnessed i think with the douche hall of fame you have two percent of the vote that is just Inexplicable. And- it's inexplicable. I, I will say um, uh, this person, uh, Skippy, tweets uh, that corrupt elitist two percent have convinced me. Now I think I must vote for Trump tomorrow just to spite them. This <laughs> <laughs> is a fair. Like that's at least that's the best argument mm-hmm. I've seen to vote for Trump so far mm-hmm. in this election cycle. Um, but uh, we went into a, a, an election story that I don't think you probably know, uh, <laughs> uh, but it's pretty amazing and uh, it affects your vote tomorrow. So watch. Welcome to the wonderful world of stew. It was just a normal summer day in 2003 when a small group of friends and relatives gathered in a living room of a house located in the shadow of the Rocky Mountains. However, this wasn't a birthday party or a 4th of July picnic. It was the national convention for the United States' oldest third party, the Prohibition Party. Yes, that Prohibition Party. The one that wants alcohol to be illegal. Eight people attended. Most of them were relatives of Earl Dodge. Earl ran for vice president of the Prohibition Party in both 1976 
and 1980, and then as its presidential nominee in 1984, and 1988, and 1992, and 1996, and 2000. He was elected president of the United States in approximately zero of those years. However, to be fair, the final results of the 2000 election were contested. At the Prohibition Party convention in Living Room, Colorado, Earl Dodge was once again nominated to be the party's candidate for the sixth time. Some people would say that going back to Earl after his 2000 performance of 208 votes nationwide was not the wisest strategy. It was the lowest in party history, after all. One of those people was the new national chair of the party, Don Webb. He wasn't even invited to the convention. Webb, wanting to reform a party named after a practice that generally ended in 1933, demoted Dodge and tried to give the nomination to another reformer and wood-carving enthusiast, Gene Amundsen. How did Earl Dodge deal with this unprecedented challenge to his power? He basically just ignored the changes and quickly filed the necessary paperwork to cement his sixth run. Just then, a new player entered the fray. The powerhouse Concerns of People Party stepped in and offered their presidential nomination to Amundsen, setting the stage for one of the most heated and least significant political battles in American history. Election Day came with both Prohibition-esque candidates having ballot access in Colorado, where, coincidentally, well-known beer guy Pete Coors was running for senator. And Amundsen also picked up Louisiana. In the end, the upstart Amundsen ticket was victorious over the old-school Dodge ticket by a final total of 0.0000158% to 0.0000011%, or 1,944 to 140 votes. Upon hearing the results, Earl Dodge immediately got plastered. The only time anyone outside of that 2,084-person voting block ever seems to be for prohibition is on New Year's Day at about 3.18 a.m. You promise to your God and your country to fight the evils of alcohol for the rest of your existence, providing your God, your country, or your Tylenol can stop your head from pounding. But why is prohibition such a ridiculous idea to us all? Of all the stupid things that the government has done, prohibition is the big joke? Alcohol is a product that assists us in such wonderful pastimes as losing jobs, getting arrested, wrecking cars, throwing up, beating wives, dancing poorly, disgracing the Japanese culture with bad karaoke, and hooking up with relatively unattractive people. Not to mention it kills more people every year in America than Alzheimer's, pneumonia, diabetes, AIDS, scabies, and the ever-scary killer bird flu. To be more accurate, it helps over 100,000 people a year kill themselves. But when has personal responsibility stopped us from lining up with torches to rip a product off the market? So we know all the negatives, but the question is, what are the positives of alcohol? Well, you lose your inhibitions. Yeah, but is that a positive? Most people could use more inhibitions. Have you ever walked around a mall and seen a gut hanging out of a spandex half-shirt combination that's nine sizes too small? And that's without alcohol. They should make a beverage that turns you into a Puritan after a six-pack. How about you open up? Again, this is a positive. The type of talking that's going on after a bunch of beers is generally either irresponsible gossip, unfunny jokes, the untimely release of company secrets, or admissions of love that come way too early. 
Rarely is there a great work of public significance composed while the room is spinning. How about, it just tastes good? No. No, it doesn't. Anything that needs an acquired taste doesn't taste good. If it tasted so good, then every lunchroom vending machine in America would feature ice-cold odules. So why is prohibition viewed as such a failure? The main reason is that the government couldn't enforce it. Black markets popped up, gangsters got involved, the government started poisoning people, and people were dying from whiskey distilled illegally in bathtubs. Jack, Coke, and Irish Spring. Mm-mm-mm. But since when is that the standard for getting rid of a law? Murder has been illegal since Moses was lugging around stone tablets, yet it's still going on. Should we just give up and make murder legal? Because it's going to happen anyway. Look, am I really for prohibition? No. But it's worth pointing out what a ridiculous standard we now have, which is essentially the absence of consistency. In reality, there really are two arguments only when it comes to alcohol and drugs, especially at the federal level. The arguments presented by the libertarians and the prohibitionists. What particular substance gets us plowed is immaterial. In theory, either all of it should be legal or none of it. The none of it side of the equation suffered a devastating blow on November 7th, 2007. While in the Denver International Airport, Earl Dodge passed away of a heart attack. He had just locked up the nomination for his seventh run for president. That left Gene Amundsen to step into the void to run in 2008. However, he couldn't build on his four-digit vote total and received only 643 votes nationwide. It would have been 644 if he had voted for himself. Instead, he voted for John McCain. Maybe he sensed something, considering he also passed away a few months after he would have been inaugurated. So in this terrible, horrible, no good, very bad year of 2016, if you're looking for an alternative and you want your vote to really mean something to the candidate, consider the good old Prohibition Party. You could definitely do worse in this election. So to review, even when only eight people show up at the convention, politicians still fight about everything. If we really want small government, we should limit its influence wherever we can. And the 2016 Prohibition candidate is Jim Hedges. Yeah. In this picture from the official campaign website, he proves he is the most prohibition-y looking prohibition candidate of all time. However, sadly, both Hedges and his VP candidate, Bill Bays, had their arms removed in a terrible Photoshop accident. But on the upside, they can now fit through very narrow openings which officially gives them more positives than either Clinton or Trump. It's Pat and Stu, 888-727-BECK, 888-727-BECK. See, if you're wondering, and you missed it earlier, uh, BYU did win over the weekend, uh, 20 to 3 over Cincinnati, so... Or, uh, five and four. I, I, oh, I didn't ask. Yeah, you were probably you, wondering, right? Is there a weird uh, <laughs> some sort of echo in your headphones? Maybe heading in now mm-hmm. to their easiest portion of the schedule. I mean, they really blew this this year. I mean, when you think about it, like yeah. they easily could be ten and ten. They could at the end easily of be nine and zero oh right now. Right, they could be nine and zero. Oh, quite honestly, now they could also. Have lost a couple all of the games they, they won. Split those close games, you know, maybe they're nine. But and let's say the breaks two. go their way for a change, yeah. and they're they're nine and zero right now. They would be, 
I, I certainly top five. Don't you think, Jeffy? Certainly, well, they have to be undefeated with the schedule they've had. Yes, yes, with the schedule they've had, and yet they, could, be, they would not have been able to. You would have be to denied. include them in the in the playoff talk. Yes, you would have to. Yeah, the, the independence, and this was the year for them to do it as well. I know we've talked about it before, you and I. Anyway, this was the year for them to provide that entertainment because it would have meant that hey, we deserve being yeah. in one of the leagues. Hey, Big Twelve, stick Hello. it up your rectal right. cavities, okay? Yeah, look what look at us. We We're in the playoffs. To be there. We could have been in your conference right. in the playoffs. But instead, yeah, they, they get it. Instead, they, they lost four games by a total of eight points. Which I mean, it's still a good showing, but still it doesn't good. give you yeah. the doesn't give you the big helmet at it's all. It's not a special season, no. You know, so they're on the way to a probably eight and four because they got they got the tough Thunderbirds from Southern Utah coming up, right. and then they have uh, uh, then they play UMass and then Utah State. So wow. they should they should win out. I'm glad we got. I was wondering. I, we wanted to make sure you got through the rest of their schedule and, and line yeah, it up because because I had to let you know. That they run the table now, because <laughs> I know everybody's wondering. Well, I mean, you're hoping that they run the table. I mean, well, they better. I mean, if nor- they don't, normally then it. you want to talk in blah 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 about BYU football. I can uh-huh. deal with it mm-hmm. on a day that we have the freaking giant douche Hall of Fame election. You want to ramble on about? Well, it's already me- happened. Meaning the sports. I mean, she's in. <laughs> Hillary Clinton is in. Is what more do you want to say? Is it about true it? that there's another election tomorrow? Is that no. A- no, nothing of significance. I mean, I don't know. Certainly. I, don't I mean, you got douche things. on douche now. I mean, who cares? It's a douche. <laughs> I mean, it, does, it is. Whoever wins, I will it's say a it's douche. perfect for this, right? Yeah. It is. Perfect. Yes, it is. Yes. Now, let me yes, ask you this, Jeffy. Is. Quick question on the douche Hall of Fame vote before we move on. It, do we have to have this plaque fully assembled before she gets uh, sworn in? Because, like, if, if we take a few weeks, no. there's a vacation. I think you can't put that plaque on there when she's no. president. Why not? We can have another constitutional I, crisis. Uh, well, first of all, I already tweeted placking at a later date. Uh, I congratulated her. I tagged her Twitter account. Congratulated her becoming the latest inductee of the Douche Hall of Fame. I gave a link to the Douche Hall of Fame website for them, and I commented placking at a later date. So I wonder how long it'll take for her to mention that at a rally. Well, I'm sure today. I mean, she's she's going to be elected tomorrow. I mean, potentially. Somebody's got to. They've got to have told her already so she can. She's included in I'm sure she was one of the people who voted for her. I guarantee you that Donald Trump would be retweeting that bad boy if he was if he had access to his. Twitter account. So, uh, because this is the type of thing that, like, you know how um, Obamacare went through mm-hmm. all those lawsuits after Obamacare passed, and it was like, wait a minute, they didn't uh, mm-hmm. say that they were supposed to pay the uh, subsidies to the people who were on the, the federal exchange. Remember that, that, mm-hmm. that whole lawsuit? I feel like that type of lawsuit may be brought if Hillary wins tomorrow. That the plaque was never finalized before she became president-elect, and does that does the vote have to be um, knocked down? I mean, is it, is it a legitimate vote? I'm just throwing it out there. People are going to say it. I'm just saying people think, are saying I it think, online. I Alex think, we answer, it. I think we answer it in people can say whatever fashion. They want. Yeah. Shut up. People can say whatever they want. We tell them, shut up. Well, if they bring a She's legal challenge. She's in the Douche Hall of Fame. You cannot do anything about it now. It, if they bring a legal challenge, we have to hear I it. I mean, would I like to get lightweights like, um, uh, what's her face, out of the Douche Hall of Fame now? Maxine because Waters. Yeah, like Maxine Waters, who's... Completely irrelevant now? Yes. But I cannot do that no. because she's already been legally voted into the Douche Hall of Fame. Now there's no removing her. Thank you. Okay? Once, I mean, the Douche Hall of Fame is forever. It is. I mean, we talked about this like, uh, you know, if, if, if Joe Scarborough. There uh, was a time when he said some nice things. We thought, oh, Glenn, that's too bad. Like, oh, I feel bad. Yeah. And he's in the Douche Hall of Fame and, and he's saying a couple nice things about Glenn. 
And then we realized there was a reason why the Duchamp fame is permanent. Right. You know, when he started backing, he was <laughs> hardcore Trump on, support. On top of which, by- I'm pretty sure, and I, I, I could be wrong, there may have been, I don't know, a minute of saying, oh, yeah, Joe Scarborough, yeah, I feel kind of bad about it. You know what? I don't no. think it was. I don't think it even lasted a no. minute. No. <laughs> However, when, when you have those two, you got Mika and Joe on the Postum show or whatever, the Good Morning um, Good morning, we're having a weird cup of decaffeinated beverage or something. Right. Um, When you have both of them, I mean hardcore for Trump, to the point where Trump's on the show and the mics pick up during a break that, hey, so where do you want to go with this next? Nothing hard. No hard questions for me, okay? Okay, well, do you want to talk about this? No, I don't want to talk about that. You want to talk about this? Yeah, that's fine. We'll go with that. I mean, he literally <laughs> led the discussion of what they were going to talk yeah, about. I mean, we're hearing reports, that's how in the bag they were for him. We're hearing reports now that right, Trump and Mika are uh, a thing. What? What do you I, mean? They, they talk off. You're well, hearing I, reports yeah, just because just because the they talk are. doesn't mean they're that's a what thing. The rumors are. What? Uh, what? What? Rumors is this are. on Infowars? So where are we getting this information from? I did oh, see that, that they're talking re- back and forth a lot. There's a rumor that. That they speak a lot, but that doesn't mean they're having some illicit affair. Oh, I didn't say that they were. Yeah, That's you, true. He did not, Pat. Did you, you, you alluded that? to it, though. Would well, you, I mean, are you denying that? If you're Donald Trump and you're out with Mika, are you not, you're not letting that go? You're what? You're just letting that go? Uh, if I'm, well, not if I'm Donald Trump. All right, no. I rest my case. <laughs> if, I'm, if, if I'm Donald Trump, I don't care. I don't care about my marriage vows. I don't. I don't. I don't well, care. Well, you care about your marriage vows. You're not going to get a. Well, do you care about it? She's still your wife. We didn't even talk about this, and this is because of uh, you know. I mean, it's pointless at this point. I think I don't think this affects anybody's vote or really at this point. But did you see the story with the National Enquirer um, and Trump with this this Playboy playmate? Did you see this, Jeffy? Did you read about she, the, she, uh, This is an incredible story. So she. So apparently, and I don't think I've seen it. There's a reason for that. Okay. So Donald Trump allegedly has had an affair with a Playboy centerfold in like 2006. Okay. After marriage to Melania? After marriage to Melania. He was married to Melania, had an affair with a Playboy playmate in 2006. She accused him of this. And apparently was, had never really like outwardly like talked about it, you know, publicly, but had, uh, it was kind of a thing that people kind of knew about, you know, like she, that she was making the accusation, right. not necessarily that she that Trump did it, but that she was making this accusation. So she started hmm. shopping it around to some media sources. She Sh- did? Yeah, um, to, okay. to, to write the story. And some people were interested in writing the story, um, interviewing her for it. Well, and of she, course they would be. Exactly. So she goes to the National Enquirer as one of these places. The National Enquirer buys the story and never runs never it. Never runs it. So And in the contract she signed, she can never go to another media source. About it, it's their exclusive story. That is so they actually unreal. protected him. Real now, would that have changed anything? I don't know. I no, doubt but it. Still, but still, that's how in the bag they are I mean, for that's him. Incredible. They paid her apparently one hundred and fifty thousand dollars, and the way the um, wow. uh, the contract was written up was, well, you're going to be a consultant, and if we ever, if we ever want to run the story, we can run it. Uh, you can, but you can write some columns for us too. She's never written any columns. <laughs> it is basically like. Told her, oh, we're going to make you a star. You're going to be able to write all these things. We're going to, pr- and you can tell the story to everybody. And then as soon as they sign the contract, they're like, oh, yeah, we don't want to run that story and at all. And she can't talk and about she it. She can't talk about it to other media sources or it violates that contract. And then, well, so how do we know about it then? 
very interesting point. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, my guess is the Inquirer would argue she is actually telling people now, yes. sort wow. of uh, behind She's the scenes, or maybe her somehow. attorney is, or somebody is uh, leaking it because they want to get it out before the election. Um, so after marrying Melania, her she's alleging, yes, he got into some affair with her, and she's a centerfold of Playboy. Yeah, I mean, very pretty. Um, uh, but the uh, uh, remember that Billy Bush tape was post yeah, marriage too. Melania, I mean, uh, Melania know. was home oh, pregnant right. at the time. Yeah, she, right. yeah exactly. I mean, yeah, that but the Billy seem... Bush that's just talk. I mean, he's well, no, he actually, said he was doing. He said he was. Trying I know to get, he did. What, what was the he woman? Did, but he's explained uh, that, from the show. He's explained, Stu, that yeah, it was just locker, locker room locker talk. Room. He doesn't really do it. Just locker doesn't really. Room. <laughs> what do you do that? And that, <laughs> me. Everyone talks about that because of, of him. I want to mm. grab women. And right. Everything. That part mm-hmm. of it being locker room talk. But he was also saying that he yeah. attempted to have sex with the yeah, other the, woman. the one host, right? right? The, the host, Nancy Odell. Nancy Odell. So. There you go. Who spurned him, and he admitted it. Yeah, which I mean, surprises me because again, he in, he never admits defeat. And well, locker room talk does not result in you saying I blew it. Like you don't do right, lock, fake right. locker room talk and tell right. us a wonderful story about your failure. <laughs> right. Like that's not how locker room talk works. Hey, you know the head cheerleader? <laughs> yeah, didn't get uh, her. I didn't get to first base with her. <laughs> she rejected me. <laughs> I'll tell I didn't you that. even get into the ballpark <laughs> with her. <laughs> <laughs> You're good at locker room talk. I mean, Pat, good locker room talk. <laughs> Thank you. I've been working on it for a long time. <laughs> More Pat and Stu coming up. <laughs> Fact is, she wouldn't even look at me. I even yelled at her. I said, hey, Ed, cheerleader. I didn't even turn around. <laughs> Sully a day like this with a douche hall of fame induction, but we got to do it anyway. Yeah, whatever. All right, go ahead. <laughs> well, the top story, of course. Mm-hmm. I mean, my gosh, if you're going to vote mm-hmm. and you've decided, who should I vote for? Who should I vote for? Who should I vote for? Well, if you're a man, yeah, what, all you have to do is go to some different porn stars that are out there. And okay. I'll, I'll give you the link. I'll tweet out the no, link. No, don't like, tweet out the link. I'll tweet out the link. I'll no. put it up on the Facebook page. No, 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 I'll no, get no. it out there for you. I'll put it up on the feed. And just tell them that you uh, you didn't vote for Donald Trump, and uh, they'll give you free oral sex. What? You don't even have to tip them. <laughs> what? You don't even have to tip them. Just get free oral sex. Move on. Seriously. So, so porn stars are offering that. I love that. In exchange for a vote for Hillary? Team BJ. 2016. <laughs> oh, God. I mean, again, that's perfect how, fit. How could they possibly fulfill that promise? <laughs> that's a lot. Come that's on. Madonna, I mean, Madonna I know they're not that, that choosy. But Madonna offered to do that on stage as well. I know. I, I, I heard that. I, heard I, I that. No one took Madonna seriously. You take and she said start. she was really good at it. I know. I do. It sounded promising. You took it seriously? I did. Yeah, I did. <laughs> uh, so that is crazy. Any, is there any word of as to like did anyone wow. is anyone taking them up on this particular challenge? I probably I believe uh, she didn't comment, she was too busy. Who, Madonna or the Both. porn star? <laughs> Both. Yeah, okay. uh, huh. uh, and and I read in the Madonna story that that I mean, like they were taking this seriously, and they kind of were, and they were. Yeah, saying, they were. Uh, there's some experts who don't even think that's legal. <laughs> <laughs> 
You can offer services That's in exchange hilarious. for a vote. What? Really? Okay, so Madonna can't do this if you vote for Hillary? Oh, that surprises what? me. Because I know she was going to do that for tens of thousands of people, right? All right, Come so on. a couple other stories that we didn't get to today, and even though I mean, it's a historic day, we voted Hillary Clinton into the Douche Hall of Fame, mm-hmm. uh, which is you know historic. more than enough. Of yeah. information. I mean, that, that could have been all we did today, and then we could have just left the studio, and it would have been more than enough. Yes. But I you know, wanted to say rest in peace, Janet Reno. Oh, oh yeah. we should have mentioned have that a nice on day. radio. Uh, she was 78, complications yeah, to the Shakes disease. Yeah, Parkinson's. Whatever it was. Parkinson's, yeah, whatever yeah. they call it. Whatever. That's sad. That's a nice that's way sad. of putting <laughs> it. Thank you, Jeff, as usual. <laughs> no, seriously, that's that's not a lot. Yeah, no, no it sucks. It does. I mean, oh, I never liked Janet to. Reno, and I'm not going to pretend that I liked her You know, during her, her time as Attorney General. I think she made some seriously huge mistakes. Well, and she admitted to a lot of that. Yeah. That it was on her. And, but and it's always sad. Choices. You don't wish death on anybody no. like that. And especially, you know, you don't wish Parkinson's disease yeah. on anybody. And I forgot so that she really... ran for governor when we were uh, when we were in Tampa too, really? in 2002. Yeah. Wow. She lost in, in the Florida? Democratic primary yeah, to uh, Tampa's uh, Bill wow. McBride, uh, who ran against uh, Jeb Bush and, for uh, governor. That's yeah. weird. I th- I, why was I thinking she was in Arizona? I, I don't know. You're thinking of uh, you're thinking of the uh, another. There's another Janet. Um, oh, Napolitano. Of. Yes. Yeah. Oh, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Why. But I thought Napolitano was in That's California. Why. Anyway, no. it doesn't matter. Anyway, what else you got? It doesn't matter. And well, it's almost time to wrap up. But one of the things that we talked about. Well, we don't, we don't have time to talk about the serial killer in South Carolina, which uh, was fantastic this weekend. Sad, sadly fantastic. But some you'll be made for TV movie very soon on him. Oh, oh the realtor. Like a, he found. Uh, yeah, they found the lady chained the lady up. Chained in the, up. In we the, we got to do the story tomorrow. Did they find that, the guy? Yeah, he's arrested. Them, yeah, but they're they finding found, more bodies oh, buried on his property. Oh, Apparently, a lot gosh, of them. And really? they, so they found the guy. He killed the guy, but the woman right. lived somehow. Correct. They and, found they found his car, which then made them led them to him. Oh, we should do and, this tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's fascinating. Save that for tomorrow. All right, we'll see and you then. Not election day. What we're saying is shut up. What I want to shut up. Shut up.